Welcome to this episode of Laughing Without Liquor, a woman's guide to living it up without the booze. Join your long-term recovery hosts, Lane Kennedy and Tamar Medford, as they have insightful conversations with others on an alcohol-free journey. We're glad you're here. Now let's dive into this episode. Laughing Without Liquor, the content presented on the Laughing Without Liquor website and podcast is for informational purpose only and not intended to diagnose or treat disease. Before making any changes to your nutrition or supplementation, please make sure to check with your physician or healthcare provider. Laughing Without Liquor podcast is for general information purpose only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including or giving medical advice and no doctor patient relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition that they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare profession. So we're just letting you know that we're here sharing our experience, and we want you to take your health serious. So that's our disclaimer. Enjoy the show. We're live. Oh my God. That was funny. (laughs) So funny. Oh my God. I'm hanging out with my friend Tamar Medford. And I'm hanging out with my friend Lane Kennedy. We're hanging out with you. Thanks for hanging out with Laughing Without Liquor. Lane's a little delayed on the spray, but she's got it now. I got it. If you want to find out about our spray, you can head on over to the website, laughingwithoutliquor.com forward slash spray. Yeah. Isn't that it? Did I do it right? Yes. Uh, What's going going on tomorrow? What's going on? Well, I mean. You got some stuff happening at your house. Like you got crazy shenanigans happening. We do have. Oh man. Teenagers. It just makes me think of when I was a teenager and what. My parents must have gone through and yeah, we have two teenagers, um, but we have three kids, all of them with mental health stuff. My partner is a freaking angel. I mean, Mm -hmm. this woman adopted these three kids, you know, all with pretty severe mental health issues and it's dealing with that, right? Because I, I've had mental health stuff. Um, not to the degree that they do. Um, but it's a challenge. And I know a mm-hmm. lot of parents, a lot of moms, right? A lot of listeners probably also struggle with either their own mental health or with their children's mental health. And it's a lot. And I feel like had I have I had I not been taking care of myself, seeing a therapist, having my recovery community and the women around me, I mm-hmm. would be drunk. Forget that me. is the reality. Yeah. Forget it. It's so, it's, the world is so complex. Mm -hmm. The world that we live in, you know, it's just, we have to put ourselves first. We have to. Uh, And if you're new to the show, thank you for being here. Welcome to our little world where we just, you know, have conversations around self-optimization and feeling better in a recovered life and, and laughing a lot. Mm -hmm. And, and I was realizing, you know, like I have the ability to laugh today and I didn't before, or it was kind of a facade. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was like a eh, fake laugh. 
Mm-hmm. And I always had a smile on my face, always looking good. But there wasn't really that deep belly laughter. So now I get to laugh again, laugh a lot. And we get to share that with you and encourage you and invite you to explore this lifestyle as well. And I think what we're talking about today is the toll on modern health, modern mental health. Mm-hmm. The toll on her, the toll on you. Yeah. Like there is so much going on in the world. It's heavy. It's so heavy. But here's good news. Tomorrow, I have good news for you. You do? Yes. Fewer women are feeling like they are burned out. So it was at 46% last year. And this year, it's we're at 28%. So we, we, we do have a little bit of shift, you know, we were coming out of the pandemic. You have to remember we were living under that wet blanket of nightmare and we're coming out of that. So there is some hope, but I have to tell you, I feel like there's, it's, uh, apathetic. People are just kind of like, is that the right word? Yeah. Apathetic. Sure. Yeah. I think, I think people are mm, not living their fullest life. They're just going through the motion. That's what it is. I feel. That's what I see. That's what I see in the grocery store. That's what I see when I, you know, see the other moms around or out in the world at the library. People are just going through the motion. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? Why? I feel like, and what I hear the most from people mm-hmm. is they just don't have the time. Mm. And I feel like this is because I, as you know, I have a very busy schedule. I have a yep. lot going on in my days very long days. When I'm not taking care of myself, I'm exhausted at the end of the day. And I will find myself Mm -hmm. after eating supper, watching TV, right? Which is not checking out, checking checking out. out. And you know, if I, if I tallied up all the time that I spent doing those kind of things, and usually that's not how I spend my evenings. Like I would do a lot of reading, Mm-hmm. But if I if I tally up all the time that I spent during a week doing that kind of stuff, when I could pick even an hour, 10 minutes a day, like just a little block of time for me and mm-hmm. doing something mm-hmm. that nourishes my soul. And I say soul because, you know, we talked about weight last week, yep. but this is about mental health. I can do something like if I, I, I actually got a VR headset, which I'm mm-hmm. a kid at heart. Yep. So part of me got it because I'm like, that's just cool. Super and the te- fun. The, te- the teenagers think I'm super cool because of it too. So that's mm-hmm. a bonus. But I got a meditation program on there and I will do usually twice a day now. I completely mm-hmm. check out. I put on mm-hmm. the headset and I take that 15 minutes to do a meditation. Mm-hmm. And it's really mm-hmm. that fast. But I feel like it comes down to a lot of women just don't think they have time. And I always tell people, if it's important to you and you want to change it, you will make the time. People don't like to hear that. I, I, yeah, you know, I'm just thinking about, you know, when we stop drinking, it's like mm-hmm. we have to get to that point where yes. there's, we're just so broken. And I wonder if that's how women are seeing this now. It's like, I have to be broken before I can make a change with my mental health. Before I change my life, I have to be falling down or I have to get put in the hospital or, or they're just going to, they're just settling like, oh, this is just okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I, it, I find this so curious that we're in this position right now that I, I'm thinking back when you said that is because a lot of us are Gen Xers. Mm-hmm. 
I was raised with the suck it up mentality. Okay. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know Tamar and I are super pumped about self-preservation. And we have your back. We do. We totally do. We've got it. We know that you're here because you are looking for self-optimization as well. And whether you've been in recovery for 30 days, 30 minutes, 30 years, I got to tell you, your liver, your genes, your DNA, your entire body has been impacted. And maybe it's time to make a change. Maybe you have wicked, bad, aggravated menopausal symptoms. You know what I'm talking about. And your bones are achy. Your joints need support. And maybe you have that heightened emotional instability. You're yelling inside and outside of your head. And sleep, it's limited. Yeah, sleep. Does it even exist? Hormonal imbalances, you know, this I can't lose my muffin top around my waist. It's an endless conversation. Well, good news is that tomorrow and I, we have something for you. And we are inviting you to get on the wait list right now. It's the Recovery Reset, a total hormonal upgrade. Think about superpowers. Think like total transformation. It's like going from a flip phone to a quantum supercomputer overnight. You'll run the show like a boss, calm, serenity now, like never before. Sleep more deeply, lose excess pounds, and no more yelling. Imagine a new you. 2024 is waiting. Are you willing to invest in your future self? I think you are. Let's do it. Get on the wait list over at laughingwithoutliquor forward slash reset. We'll see you there. I was raised to compartmentalize, to not share my feelings, my emotions. Mm -hmm. And I feel like anytime I went through something difficult for me specifically, I would use alcohol to numb that. And so now coming into adulthood, I think I'm finally maturing in my almost to 50. Um, and as a, a gift of recovery, being a woman who's sober, I have learned to stop compartmentalizing, to start putting mm -hmm. myself first, to have a spiritual life, mm -hmm. to nourish myself. And because of that, I can take action easier than I think a lot of people who don't have that can. Because I know lots of people who still compartmentalize because it's like, they're everything for their kids They're And you know, right. that's, but that's the way we've been raised. Right. Unless we're taught differently. Yeah. It's time to teach things differently. Yeah. I think it's time to break out, break free, break free from the, it's like an old paradigm. It's definitely not working for us. I wonder if there's any kind of, uh, information on how many people are prescribed SSRI is now, right? I wonder since the pandemic and, you know, during the pandemic, I'm sure that that was a short-term provision to mm -hmm. make, but now they're probably still on them. And maybe that's why they're just kind of going through their life. It's okay. It, it, I'm fascinated by this right now. And if you're listening, you're like, Lane, you are out of line. Okay. Call me out of line. But I really want women to, again, feel their best, have their best, take the time. Tamar, you know, you just mentioned like, take the time to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. I had a client ask me the other day, how do you do it? And I said, 
because I see the end result. Mm-hmm. Like I'm either dead before my son graduates or I'm making it to 105. Mm-hmm. Like 105. 105. Like there's no in between that. It's like I'm either taking care of myself 100% and making my little salads that you know about tomorrow. So delicious. Or I'm, you know, not eating and I'm causing pain and misery in my brain and everybody else's life around me. Mm-hmm. Time, 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 my friend, is the key ingredient here. Mm-hmm. And if you're not creating it, it's not going to just appear for you. No. And no pill, no medication Mm-mm. is going to change that. Like it may make you feel better temporarily, but it can be abandoned. And I know there is a place yeah. for that stuff. I mean, 100%. I don't, I don't believe that, you know, everybody should just get off of it and do whatever, but I believe that we could be doing so much more to make ourselves feel better. I mean, you know, just yeah. let's just use sugar and lack of sleep as two mm. very, like, I'm sure a lot of moms can relate to this, right? Not yeah. getting enough yeah. sleep because they're always putting their kids first or their families first. Um, eating, reaching for sugar. N- the next day, you're going to feel awful. Your mental health yeah. is not going to be right. You're going to make bad decisions. And then you're just going to feel that shame on top of it. So, it just starts to get worse and worse and worse and worse over time. Mm-hmm. So we have to take care of ourselves. I think the airlines got it right in the very beginning. Put your face mask on okay. first and then put your child's. Yes, that's so true. Yeah, if I am not taking care of myself, it's a disaster around here. And my mental health suffers. Mm-hmm. And for me, my mental when my mental health suffers, it's it's dark. And you know that I go dark. Yeah. And it's no joke. I I don't, I just don't want to even be on the planet. And we're not saying that we don't suffer from this, like that Mm -hmm. there are not days when both of us are low. I think the difference, and I can only speak for myself and what I've experienced talking to you is that the difference is when we're in those dark periods, we always can see the light. It's there. We just Mm -hmm. may have to talk ourselves into the light again. And we do that through community, through taking care of ourselves. And there's also something about just walking the long path of recovery and trusting it, right? Like I have a bunch of women around me who have longer term recovery, who I know have gone through these dark periods Mm -hmm. and they're still walking. So there's something about just trusting the process of long-term recovery but in trusting that I have to take care of myself, right? So that means I call my, my people. I double down on my meditation. Sometimes I'll even teach more because teaching is super therapeutic for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will make sure that I'm nourishing through nutrients, like food, like what I'm putting into my body even though Tamar, even though everything inside of me is like, don't, you don't need to eat. You forget it. You got things to do. Mm -hmm. Right. It's so, um, sneaky, this mental illness that I suffer from, which I choose to call alcoholism. It takes such a toll. And I'm, I'm just so grateful that I have stayed really close over the years to other members 
who have long-term recovery, who have traveled the path before me, who can lock arms with me and say, just keep walking. Mm -hmm. Don't go to bed yet. Because once I get into bed, it's all over. Yeah. Right? Like mental health, it's so fragile. We're such fragile beings, Tamar. We are fragile. Like really sensitive. I don't think we take that into account. No. I mean, how many people have these kinds of conversations? I don't, I have, I'm very fortunate. I have a lot of friends in recovery and we have these conversations, but it's, it's not common. Not all of them. Not all of them. It's usually the ones that are not afraid to talk about the dark stuff that's going on in their lives. Right. Right. The ones have taught that they can't just keep stuffing that, that away. Like I think about, I, and I think I've told you this recently, I feel like I'm in the prime of my life mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now. I'm almost 48. I look back though at the last two years of my life, I had an ex pass away from this disease. Mm-hmm. I left my corporate job. I started my own business, almost went mm-hmm. bankrupt, dealt mm-hmm. with a stalker, um, you know, came to terms with my sexuality, got into Mm -hmm. a relationship with an amazing woman, but also am now basically adopted three girls with mental health issues, hospitalized one of them. Like my my last two years, Mm -hmm. I feel like have been more than the average person could handle, but I have been managing it, even though there's been some really dark periods because of the foundation that I've built in recovery. And part of that is just being vulnerable and being able to openly talk about it on this show with Mm -hmm. my safe community. Mm -hmm. And we need to start talking about it because there's days when I'm not okay and that's okay. And that's totally okay. Yeah. Like that is, that's it right there. Like it's okay to not be okay. (laughs) Like, (laughs) but having the net, right? Having the safety net mm-hmm. underneath you just makes it so much easier. Uh, I don't know. This is a, this is a big conversation. My friends, like this is epic. It is epic, but with the proper tools and resources yeah. and friendships and community yeah. around you, you'll be able to laugh through these times. I mean, my partner and I still at night, we have little giggle fests, Hmm. you know, where we joke around and it's, there's been a lot of tears lately, but we still find that time to laugh. God. You know, and she doesn't drink either. And she's not even, you know, she's not even one of us. (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah. You're so lucky. I am very lucky. So I want to think, I want to just take a, quick jaunt down how our modern health, like how the society that we're living in, the culture that we're living in, um, let's just think about how, how how am I trying to say this? I want to be very specific with how it's affecting, like what, what might be some of the outcomes as a result of mental health? Addiction. Addiction. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like overeating the cookies, right? So overeating the cookies is a real clear sign that there's a mental health. There's a toll happening. Like something is not going great. Yeah. Drinking bottles of wine. Drinking bottles of wine. Yes. How about, um, like 
picking at your nails or something. Ooh. Right? Picking, picking. Picking is something that people don't talk about either. It's a big one. So, but that would be a mental health. Like that would be, it's, it's a toll. It's taking it out on you. Like your mental health is not being cared for. So you're like picking. Oversleeping. Oh my God. Oversleeping. Yes. Overworking. Overworking. That workaholic right here. Workaholic. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Uh, what else can we bring up? Just again, just opening your eyes to the toll. Isolation is a big one. I- Oh yeah. Isolation. That's a huge one. I fall into that category. Mm-hmm. Major. Um, well, over drinking, over consuming, overspending. Dishonesty. Dishon- dishonesty. So if you want to go back and listen to uh, Breaking Silence around conversations about weight, we talked about dishonesty mm-hmm. in our last episode. So you can go back and listen to that episode. Dishonesty is huge. Uh how many times have you went up to someone, you know, they're not okay. And yeah. you're like, how are you doing? Good. Oh, okay. You know what that brings up? <laughs> that brings up. So somebody asked me yesterday, how are you doing? I was like, oh God, you know, I have a lot going on right now. Things are not go- going great. Right. With my dog and his tail being amputated and it's just a real drag. Mm-hmm. And I, and I didn't say it's not great. I mm-hmm. edited my answer and I said, you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Right, so I was I was omission, lying by omission. Tomorrow, deceit. Right, but he. This is what I want to hear. Have our listener here is that I don't want you to edit. Like I didn't edit yesterday, mm-hmm. and then I felt horrible because I thought, "Wow, I just was dishonest." Mm-hmm. And then I thought, "Well, that was a missed opportunity because maybe they want to hear about what's going on with me." But then it also keeps things really surface yep. and keeps us separated, right? There's no connection there. Nope. Such a bummer. Such a bummer. And here's the thing. Had you, you know, what if that person was having a bad day? Mm-hmm. They were stuck in their head. They were stuck in themselves. Yep. And you said, you know what? Oh, man, it's just, it's been really hard. I'm not doing great today because I'm dealing with this, this, and this. Yeah. And they said... Oh, you know, are you okay? Guess what? That person all of a sudden has shifted into, I'm going to give Lane the space that she needs to be able Mm -hmm. to confide in me. Mm -hmm. And she's probably going to forget about the problem she was having. And it may even make it seem like, wow, that's not really that. Is that really a big deal? No, no. It's being vulnerable helps other. And I, I never understood that in early recovery. I remember, you know, one of my mentors was like, it helps me more than it helps you when you come to me with your stuff. Right, right. Don't stay in the problem. Let's find a solution. But when you come to me and you're honest, it helps me. And I'm like, what? Yeah. It's true. So true. So yeah, just, uh, so that was, that's a big toll, right? Having disconnection between yeah. people, um, deceitful, snacking on the cookies. What else? We had the isolation, oversleeping. Oversleeping. Yeah. Maybe too much exercise. That could be another one. I did that six, seven days a week. Yep. That is definitely avoidance. There it is. That's, that's better. Avoidance. There's a lot of avoidance happening right now. I think Mm -hmm. in the world, in relationships, I see it. I hear about it. I hear it from my clients. 
Um, busyness is another form that you might want to consider if it's, you know, taking a toll on you. You're just so busy. You don't have any time, right? We're going back to this original idea of, I just don't have the time to take care of myself because mm-hmm. I'm so busy because there's so much to do. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, and you think about it when you finally hit that point where you snap oh, yeah, and everything falls apart and you can't mm-hmm. function and you can't go to work and you can't take care of your children. Mm-hmm. What then? Yeah, that's bad. Like it's better to carve out 10 minutes a day, half an hour a day now and start working on that stuff. Talk mm-hmm. to somebody mm-hmm. than to reach a toll where you even have a heart attack because you can't handle oh, it anymore. God. Right. There's also yes. all, all these health complications that could happen as a result to compartmentalizing, to not talking about our mental health, mental health. It's a big one. So it's so integral to total wellness and self optimization. So, you know, I don't know tomorrow. And I just want to finish it off by saying, I mean, there's a lot of us out there that are, we're warriors. Yeah. We're amazing women. Yes. And so, but I think that part of being a warrior is also being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. It's taking care of you first so you can be there to take care of your family in the long term. 100%. Amen, sister. Mic drop there. Boom. Uh, I just want to say thanks for hanging out with us today and listening to this episode. This is a, this is a hard topic. It's a hard topic for me to talk about because I want everything and everyone to think that I got it all together. Yeah. And we don't. And you know, at the end of the day, I, I have so many things, so many balls in the air I'm trying to Mm -hmm. juggle, but when I put my head down on my pillow, I sleep and I, I wake up feeling amazing and vibrant and ready to go because I know that I've taken care of myself. Yeah. Oh God. It's just, it's a full-time job tomorrow. It is a full-time job, but it's worth it because you're worth it. That's right. We're worth it. We are worth it. Uh, we have some new stuff happening for you, mm-hmm. my listener. Mm-hmm. We have a book coming out. Do we have a date on that tomorrow? It's coming soon. Okay. That's all I can tell you for that one. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> we also have a reset happening, which mm-hmm. I am so happy about finally I, I get like daily texts on this reset by the way well it just makes so much sense so if you're interested in getting on the wait list for that go check out uh, laughingwithoutliquor.com forward slash reset mm-hmm. it's gonna rewire your brain change your body just hello new world 2024 here we come mm-hmm. good times ahead I know it's exciting um thanks for the heavy conversation tomorrow thanks for hanging out yeah it's been a blast thanks lane thanks so much for joining us on this episode of laughing without liquor if you've enjoyed what you've heard today please feel free to rate subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts that helps others find the show and we greatly appreciate it living in recovery can be a blast and we are glad you're laughing without the liquor with us we hope you'll join us again in the next episode until then Take care.